Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode of Don't You Know Who I Am is brought to you by the good people at Movement Watchers. That's M-V-M-T. Go to mvmt.com slash Josh Earl, all one word, and get 15% off your order and free shipping and free delivery. Hello, just me at the top of the episode to let you know that there are still tickets available for the Sydney Don't You Know Who I Am live show October 8 at the Cafe Lounge there in Surrey Hills. If you're in Sydney or you're going to be in Sydney on that day, head over to joshearl.com.au slash gigs Click the link and get a $10 ticket. That's really cheap. Anyway, that's all for me at the top of the show. That's all I've got to say. Enjoy this episode. It's a good one. Denise Scott, Still Saunders, George McEncrow and Michael Chamberlain, all very, very good people, all very funny in this episode. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week I found out I share my name with the founder of Healing Hands Mobile Spa in Orange County, which sounds really dodgy. Our first guest (laughs) shares her name with the head of mathematics at Hillcrest Christian College, a Centrelink manager in Canberra, and the general manager at the House of Creative People in Trinidad and Tobago. Please welcome Denise Scott. Hello. Did you I know? No, none of them? of them. But you missed um, the dairy farmer oh. in New South Wales. And at one stage, uh, I don't know who does Wikipedia. I don't understand how Wikipedia works. But whoever does it merged our two profiles. Oh. So I became a comedian who was also a dairy farmer <laughs> and was 68 at the time. I think I was about 54. And she writes poetry as well. I could see your oh. festival poster, utterly hilarious. Oh, you. Oh, they haven't you. even been introduced and you're on fire. Also joining us is a man who shares his name with an entertainment professional in New York, a senior manager at Whirlpool and the managing director at Huge... <laughs> Please welcome Michael Chamberlain. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. You forgot the main one. Passed away earlier this year. Oh, but you don't. They're not, not spelled oh, the same. No, yeah. no, no, no. You're right. It's not spelled the same. Michael uh, Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah. From Azaria fame. I actually did a um, stand-up gig <laughs> in uh, Berlin a couple of months ago, and the, there was an English guy who was the host, and he got up there and he started going, "Oh, we got an Australian on." He started making dingo style my baby gags, and I just found it very funny that he had no idea, no idea he was about to bring on Michael Chamberlain. He <laughs> was quite. Quite oh really? He wasn't making them for your no, benefit. No, he had no idea. He's making kind of Australian gags, and I was like, "It's like you know, making jokes about I don't know JFK shooting, and then yeah. bringing on Lee Harvey Oswald." <laughs> <laughs> also joining us is a man who shares his name with a British Marine and a woman who is the owner of the Saunders Group, a financial consultant in Florida. Please welcome Still Saunders. Hey, you guys. And that is proof that everyone has someone else with the exact same name. Yeah, still if, Saunders. If I can rack up a couple. Yes, yes. And you're, sure, you're, that's amazing. You're crossing genders too. There's a man and a woman. 
Yeah, well, um, it's 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 that sort of month. It's 2017. <laughs> Deal with it. It's fluid. Yeah. yeah. Also, finally, is a woman who, when I typed her name into LinkedIn, an ad popped up that said "planning a divorce." I don't know what that means. Please welcome George McEncroe. <laughs> but there was no uh, no other Georgina McEncroe. There I was there was none. Did, I looked. Ah. Disprove Steele's theory. Um, yeah. No, uh, yeah, that's good. Um, I don't, and I don't know anything about how to plan a divorce. Uh, otherwise, I would have done mine better. I'm not sure but. if it was because I, I do this all the time and I look up so many women's names on LinkedIn. They're just going, oh, he's searching. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to find well, someone. Well, I don't know what your search history looks like. How are things at home, darling? Is there anything you want to talk My about? My search history because of this show is it, I would, it would be like a serial killer. I'm just <laughs> going deep into people's like personal histories, trying to find like articles from the yeah. age from 2005 like just trying to find anything I can to get dirt yeah. on people who come on the show. But we do sh- I do share with Frank McEncroe who invented the Chico roll. So, you know, Ooh. you could have gone that line. Did he invent the Chico roll? He certainly did. Now, Bendigo I, Boilermaker. I know a little bit about the Chico roll and I'm yep. not sure if it's kind of one of these apocryphal kind of stories, but Yes. Good word, Josh. I don't even know if I used it word, no, like, correctly. Did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. But okay. we all nodded yeah, and great. furrowed our brow. So, I don't think it's ever been used in the same sentence as chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is what I heard. Now, yeah. the person who invented the Chico roll yeah. was selling it outside the front of the football and someone came in with a Vietnamese van and was making a killing with their spring rolls. Yeah. And the inventor of the Chico roll was selling pies and sausage rolls and stuff like that and went... We should get onto that, but make him sturdier yep. for thicker pastry for the uh, football market. So you yep. actually hold in your hand like a sausage roll. Exactly. But they called it to begin with the chinko roll. Oh, oh no! This is what Ooh, I heard. Oh, yes. it sounds. Oh, nice. It sounds like my family. Yeah. yeah. And then when it went national, they changed it, mm-hmm. and they instead of replacing the races, and they had women on motorbikes. Yes, uh-huh. and yeah. replaced it with sex. Again, sounds totally like my family. Yep. Yeah, great. Yep. That'll do. We've yep. sorted that out. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. In this round, I'll read out a status update by one of you four, and you have to tell me who you think tweeted it. Your names are your buzzers. If you guess correctly, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person who actually wrote it, they get the point, so you can't vote for your own. Aha, uh-huh, gotcha. That's all. That's all you got to think. Still, you're looking at me like you're very confused. I'm just in my head practicing my name. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> very competitive. I've never lost. I always lose this thing, so it's killing me. Okay, so our first one is this one. Fear of being left behind has forced me to Twitter. Fear of having nothing to say has forced me into the fetal position. Still, I miss telegrams. Yes, still. I'm going to go with Michael Chamberlain. It was Denise Scott. Oh, Point there for Denise. Damn. I just, I, just, not even I knew that. <laughs> that was a very nicely worded tweet. Yeah. 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 That, well, that was the first and only time I ever thoughtfully tweeted, <laughs> I would say. I, I oh, gave so that thought. Is that your very first one? I think yeah, so. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. I just picked it, Michael, because it sounded like like deep and depressing. Cause I, well, I know, my, I know Michael's first actual tweet. Michael's Did? first actual tweet was, so I'm joining Twitter. It was a bit of a like, people forced me to do It would be embarrassing if I ran out of character and then you ran out of characters. Oh, that was yeah, yeah. That was yeah. okay. That yeah. was trick. From really game for that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, question two. Trying to write something that's not shit. Denise. Yes, Denise. Uh, I'm going to go... Michael. You are incorrect. It was George McEncroe oh. on that one. <laughs> really? Yeah. Gee, we're all loving Michael. <laughs> so he's, the, he's the only one that can come up with a tweet. Oh. Well, I mean, yeah, reality is I don't really tweet oh. that much, do I, Josh? You don't know. Yeah. You don't, it's what was I trying of, to write? But I, I think that was fairly recent. Probably. Was it? No, it was oh. a long – I had to go deep, deep, deep back. Ah. 
Because George is currently like you're in, you're you know you're yeah. you're in your own company. Yeah, you're running right. Sheba. I'm yeah. running so, my own so a lot of so the time. So most of my tweets are just commercial yeah. bullshit. Yeah, but so it's good. But yeah, but yeah, I know. Question three. <laughs> I like that rowing is in the Olympics because private school students deserve a chance to shine as well. George. Yes, George. Still. That was Michael, that one oh, there. Yeah. Oh, that's a good tweet. I like that's that really one. Good. Yeah, that's, that's really good. Bad, yeah. Can you yeah. say it again? <laughs> I like that Can ro- you say it again? I like me? that rowing is in the Olympics because private school students deserve a chance to shine as well. Uh, yeah. I do yeah. love it. They've yeah. all got hyphenated names. In yeah. the, yeah. in the uh, female rowers, they're called... Um, uh, Emma or Kate, yeah, and they've all got volunteer tips and the like. Because you know they're not doing it, you know, Frankston Tafe. No, you don't. No. You don't see too many third world countries winning gold no. in the rowing. Like no. No. nothing where you need like actual objects to play the sport. Mm. Like, yeah. They've got the running, but yeah. yeah. Do you remember Tim Smith used to have a segment on Triple M for a charity called Kids Without Yachts, oh. um, and it was just the most fabulous thing where he'd ask people to make a donation. Yeah, do you know like the, a joke about um. You you know you don't you don't hear someone go oh, I'd love to come down for a fucking Palmer but we've got to stay sharp for Saturday's regatta. Yeah, so, <laughs> it doesn't no, really work like no, that. Not much. Question four: Wanting everyone to fuck off so I can read books. Who wrote that? George. Oh, yes, George. Denise. That was you, George. Oh, you wrote that. <laughs> So Perfect. no no point there. No point for anyone there. <laughs> well, this running a company is, is tiring you out. That's my early onset dementia trip. I, I understand, though. That was that was tweeted on Christmas Day. So you're like, everyone just get out of my fucking house. I'm allowed to write that off. Do you know what year? I won't ask George what recently? year she wrote. No, it was 2009. Oh, so you had young kids. Wow, you've really yeah, deep dived in that. Yeah. That was on Facebook too, that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Double wow. I must have really meant it. <laughs> getting, yeah. your, getting your own <laughs> one wrong. Would like, you all just fuck? Do you remember if the mind games have began? No one ever fucks off. That's why I have to write these things. Apparently, I, someone said to me recently that I gave a speech at their wedding in the Yarra Valley. I had four kids under five. I can't even remember the wedding, let alone getting up and making a speech. So, yeah, just rule me out. I've, I'm barely here. I won't remember. Question five. I don't remember a time in my life where I didn't need to update my Adobe Flash Player. Uh, Michael. Yes, Michael. That would have to be steel. That was steel, yes. That was steel. Put that for Michael. It never works it every time. It never works. I'm with you. That and iTunes have to be updated all the time. I'm done mm. with iTunes. Oh, what do you, what oh, do you yeah. have instead? Oh. I just, I'm just sick of it. I just don't oh. like that. Like I, whenever I go to play, I hardly ever use it. But are you like, Spotify now? Yeah. And the, the images are too big. Like just give us the old list. Yep. Remember yeah. back in the day? Yep. 2009. When it was easy to burn a CD. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Burning a CD. You That's would a flashback. I know. Yeah. Did, would anyone own a tape deck still? Tape, yeah. like cassette? Cassette, yeah. I've got, I've got a, this tape deck. I, yep. got, I don't know that I have any. Oh, yeah, I haven't tried putting a cassette. We've I think got it'll some break. cassettes still. Yep. John mm. won't, you know. We've got uh, Feldenkrais exercises uh, on cassette, the whole series. <laughs> Fascinating, I know. Exercises on cassette tape. Yeah, the what best. do you do? Oh, well, I don't know what even Feldenkrais I is. I don't know is. why they're there. They're, they belong to John, my partner of 36 years, and he won't let them go. Are they breathing exercises or relaxation or something? That's some physical? kind of re- – it's physical relaxation. Okay. Um, well, that's what he tells me. I don't know. I've, I've, I've often wondered why he still goes down the back of the head. We're getting all the 
golden Christ cassette. <laughs> Do you guys remember a cassette? I think, George won't. I think Let's called, go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. Well, I was at a wedding, George. And <laughs> Do you remember a thing called Brunswick Brunswick Heads Revisited? No. 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 It's been, I've been trying to track it down. So it is was it like a, Bride's Heads Yeah, revisited, it was a radio play oh. on the ABC. And we had the cassette and then we'd listen to it in the car. It was really, really funny. And it was kind of a... Who made it? Who was in it? Uh, I couldn't even tell you. I've looked it up online. And there's not too much information. But it was like this childhood thing. And it was really funny, but it's almost like a bogan bride's ah. heads. Yeah. So there was a very... Um, Sophisticated man, and he's surrounded by a world of you know people who are you know well I could you know one was called Droughead, and he's like Droughead, and he had a teddy bear koala called Kenny. Um, but I've been trying to yeah I've been trying to Tony track it Tony Martin will yeah. find it for you. Here's yeah, your that's man. A good one. I'd, Actually, I'd hit yeah. him up. Yeah. Hit up the Tony Capone. Yeah, and I, Mum and Dad don't have the cassette anymore, but I'm I'm, yeah. I'm want to track it down. Well, if it was a George parody was from probably the... starring. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I was gonna say if it's a parody from the eighties. Tony's probably in it or did yes, something in it. Yeah. Yeah. He'll sure. know something about it. He'll know who directed it, who produced it, who funded it, who yeah. distributed it. Yeah, yeah. hit him up. Yeah. Ask him. Okay, next question. Chappelle Corby's release must be making several AFL players' wives nervous. That's one less spot free on the next Dancing with the Stars. Steel. <laughs> yes, Steel. I'm going to go with a straight chamber. It's happening again. That was you, Steel. <laughs> you wrote that one. <laughs> it's contagious. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's such a definitive kind of tweet, too. Yes. yes. Well, I heard yes. AFL and I'm like, yeah. well, it's not me. Yeah. It's not me. Ah, She's kept a, kept a low profile, Aspel, has, hasn't she? She has. I thought she'd be on something. I yeah, thought she'd she be on like, like Sunrise Sunday or night something. Or like something. Yeah. But she's got a high profile in her hearts. Oh, yeah. we, I remember doing a Chappelle. I did do it. My co-host did it on Triple M Brisbane when she first got sentenced and Queensland was still totally behind their Chappelle. And one of my co-hosts made a joke saying, oh, it's all right, you know, she should just leave a sign on her hairdresser salon saying, back in 20, which we all <laughs> thought was gold. <laughs> anyway, yes. Of course, the station, bomb threats, death threats, you're gonna, we're going to kill you all for writing. I thought it was, it was a great joke. Yeah, to come yeah, yeah. yeah. They've, uh, they've got quite a few payouts over the years, like from... Uh, Magazines and so yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legal books and people who write books and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, her dad got a big one. Got a big payout. Let's be careful what we say, yeah. I suppose. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's no let's money just... in podcasting, so... <laughs> yeah, let's keep... Good on Chappelle. Yeah. Tremendous. Yeah. Mercedes and Destiny, whatever the other kids are called. Okay, question seven. End of Home and Away tonight were numbers for Lifeline, Beyond Blue, Narcotics Anonymous. Our day, we got nothing. I haven't recovered from Molly dying. George. Yes, George. Denise. You are correct, that yes. Oh. No Quite one yeah. else understands it. I do. Has, do I you? Used to, we used to – I don't watch it anymore, but I used to watch Neighbours all the time. And you you used to watch Neighbours as well. I used to watch Neighbours a lot. And, remember you but, talking about the lesbian kiss on stage and I was the only one in the audience who, who had watched it. See, I don't remember that. That was oh, – Gosh, would between have been, us, we can't remember our golden moments. <laughs> that, would, that would have been over ten years ago, I think, ah, when they first had a gay character come on. It's surprising I'm not still doing yeah. that joke. <laughs> I really do. I keep them going. Um, who was the lesbian kiss? I I, I, I only heard about this recently because I didn't realise it, but it was um, um, Stephanie McIntosh oh, and another yes. character. 
So my friend Vaya Pashot, she does a podcast called Neighbours. Yes, yeah. So she went to LA recently and she actually met up with Stephanie McIntosh and recorded an episode if you want to listen to it. But yeah, she was saying that they, yeah. it was like the first ladies being kissed on, on TV. And also they were, um, I don't mean to make, kind of make this like, whoa, um, they were schoolgirls. Like they yeah, were right. year 12 yeah. or something. Yeah. So it's quite Ooh incredible. La la. Yeah. LA is actually a hotbed for recording Neighbours podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Because I went to like a grand final screening and it was just Summer Bay and Ramsey Street collab. Of course. Just yeah. littered yeah. in the bar. <laughs> They'd yeah. all be over there, wouldn't they? Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it, was, it was so... And you know when you, you recognise someone off TV and you forget you don't actually oh, know them because yes. you're in America? Yeah. Like, yeah. Was, well, anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like I once... I, 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 I was handing out flyers for a comedy show at the public bar once and... A guy turned around. It was Hamish Blake, and I said, "Oh, hey man, what have you been doing?" And he looked at me, and I'm like, I'm "Like, oh yeah, we haven't met, have yeah. we?" <laughs> I know you, your mate. Yeah. Do you get that, Denise? Do you get kind of random kind oh, of having a chat? I get people um, saying stuff like, oh, "I think I I've met you before," and you and yeah, um, did, uh, my teacher. Yeah. Did you work in my bank? Yeah. People, yeah, like it's real celebrity. Real celebrity moments. Of, and you don't want to say... But I do it, to, but like you still, I do it, I know that, but I do it to other people that I've seen on yep. TV. And like I was at, um, oh, what is it? Uh, the Bodyguard, the musical. With okay. Paulini. With Paulini. And, uh, and this woman in front of me, you know, but to be honest, I was there with Sally Ann Upton, my friend, and... We were laughing quite loudly and weren't meant to be, you know. And so was the woman in front. <laughs> and then she turned around and we were chatting. And I said, "I'm. I feel like I've met you." Thinking we'd met in a television, but she went, "I'm a reality slut." Um, <gasps> and it was oh. Ash. What's her name? She's on. Uh, it, Ash been Pollard. On, yeah. Yeah. Been so on everything. Cooking and then um, celebrity, celebrity get me out, out of here. here and blah blah blah. And yeah. then I waited for her to go. And, of course, oh. I know you. But she didn't. <laughs> she seemed to think I was just a normal punter. That's How dare she? I've had a few times where people say, I know you from somewhere. I'm like, oh, and I don't want to say probably TV because that's you sound like a dickhead. Mm. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know. I, I shop around here a fair bit. Yeah. Like, no, no, where do I know? And then I'm like, oh, and I, I don't know, maybe. Oh, and then hopefully later they found out where they do know you from. <laughs> I got Please. one once, though, that was um, – I was on the tram and this woman leaned across and said, I, I know you from somewhere. And, and I, I just go, oh, look, yeah, I'm on TV. I'm, you know, I'm on Winners and Losers. And she went, nah, no, I've never watched it. And she went, do you get this tram a lot? That's it. <laughs> That's where I know you from. I, was, like, I felt like such a wank. Okay, question <laughs> eight. Yeah. The best videos always begin with, what up, YouTube? Michael. Yes, Michael. Michael. Yes, that was you. You, yeah. call, oh, call, you can't call on your own, you Michael. Can't do your own. Uh, what, what's going but, on? But, so, I'm chaos. I'm going to point off. I'm finally going to take a point off in this round. I've never done that before. But no, I recently getting... worked on a, a news show, wrote, wrote, wrote a news show, and so you had to trawl through you know, clips all the time. Yep. And the worst ones, they're, like, they're news clips, but it's mm. like some hip cat, and it's just like, what up, YouTube? Hey, what happened at the Oscars the other day? Yeah. I hear what up, YouTube so many times. And then it's always like... Uh, uh, what do you think about that dress? Leave comments in a comment section. It's like, who's fucking putting stuff in the comment section? <laughs> That's always been the most pointless stuff. Like oh, the, no. the Young Turks, they're a big one for it. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with that. Anyway. Anyway, Question nine. I just did the which character from a rump hole of the Bailey are you quiz on BuzzFeed. I got his briefcase. So true. Uh, Denise. Yes, Denise. 
Um, I'm going to go George. It was Michael Chamberlain. Oh. Michael gets a point. Yeah. Yeah. She who must be obeyed. Yeah. <laughs> You're a Rumpole fan. Uh, I, I probably not, but Mum and Dad would watch it. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. And so it was kind of on a Saturday night, I think, on the ABC. And yeah. So it was kind of there. But yeah, they found it very, very quaint. Oh, <laughs> how droll. How droll. That, that, that tweet for me was almost another language. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> and our final question for the round. Ah, the distant sound of thunder rolling, rolling, rolling ever closer. Oh, sorry, my mistake. Just the next door bringing in their wheelie bin. George. Yes, George. Denise. You are correct. It was yes. Denise. Yes. Oh, no. Gosh, I was struck by the beauty. It was very poetic. Very nice, I think isn't it? you are Denise, the dairy yeah. farmer, poetry writing person from Maybe. New South Wales. Yes, you are. Right. <laughs> I think you found your new calling. Okay, at the end of the round, the scores are still on zero points. Didn't get off the mark there, still. Denise on one point, Michael on two points, but in the lead on three points is George McEncroe. Just a little bit of brain damage. All right, this round is called We Are Family. Now, in this round, we talk about our families or one person's family in particular. Today, we're going back to a 16-year-old Denise who, on her 16th birthday party, it was gatecrashed by the Burrow Boys, a group of rough guys from Greensboro. Uh, but Burrow. 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 Borough boys. Get it right. Sorry. Mm, But what was Denise's father's response? Was it A, he hid in the lounge room and sent Denise's mum to go out and deal with them? B, he turned off all the music and got out his slides and started giving a lecture about the family history. His plan was he was going to bore them into leaving? Or C, he got dressed up in a clown suit, picked up the family cat and started playing it like a set of bagpipes. A, B, or C. Now, you can ask Denise as many questions as you want about this story. Bear in mind, she wants you to get it wrong, so she gets your point. The floor is open for questions. And I think George has a question at the top. What was your cat's name? <laughs> um, it was Fluffy. <laughs> Fluffy. Wow, Fluffy the, the cat. The speed Fluffy. with which you answered that question. Well, that could Remember, mean she's either, an actor. She's an actor. either go either way. Yes, yeah. exactly, George. Winners and losers, good, don't forget. Don't yeah. forget. How many uh, Borough boys are there? Oh, well, there were probably at least a dozen. And uh, Glenn Davies was the good looking one who, in, oh, look, he could even be gone now, um, ended up in prison. Um, and they're, uh, yeah, they were tough. And I loved them. And I was out of my mind with excitement that they gate crashed. My no party. It was a- oh, I was so wrapped. And in fact, there were like a hundred people wow. gate crashed. Wow. The party in Little Greensboro. And I was loving them. <laughs> <laughs> Were they, did they arrive drunk and armed or what sort of atmosphere did they arrive they in? They probably arrived drunk. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have been armed, I don't think. No, no nunchuckers or? No, no, no. How'd they get there? I imagine they walked. Because so we all walked. We didn't have cars and mm. there was no transport. So everyone just walked everywhere. From the Greensboro Station or something. Mm. So would you have been a borough girl as no. such? No. What Did you want to be? Were there... So, so there weren't gangs. <laughs> there weren't gangs of girls. It was no. boys. Yeah. Uh, I was um, an Our Ladies slut. Can you say that? <laughs> yes. Um, no, I wasn't. I wanted to be, you know, a loose girl. But mm. 
Our was lady a, kept that you're from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, she has an eye on all things. Um, did your did your mother um, and father did they the, who wielded the power in your parental relationship? Who was the more intimidating figure? I should. Say? I would say mum in a very mm. quiet, silent, terrifying, terrifying <laughs> way. Yeah. And when you're a 16 year old boy, mums are scarier than dads, I reckon. Well, I think at any time, mums are scarier on the whole. Oh, you reckon? Someone's mm. mum's coming out of the house yelling at you. Yeah. You're a bit more scared than someone's dad coming out. And I just out. remember look, look back and, you know, you, you go to, you know, this is the landline days, no oh, $9. Yeah. And you go to call a girl and the dad answers and you're like, ah, mm. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids never have to deal with that anymore. Just, just with the bagpipes, yeah. Yep. What, what part was he, like, playing into on the cat? Uh, oh, well... It's pretty obvious. It's not. <laughs> uh, I, well, think about the bagpipes still. Visualise them. You'd be blowing at the tail. Think, yeah, yeah, the yeah. tail. Okay. And the body under the arm with the head facing out the back. I you, really want to do that with Jerry. No, Steel's a big cat lover. He's getting disturbed at the very thought I, of I, this. I've done like... many things, but uh, that's not <laughs> one of them. I really want to say the slideshow. You reckon it's going to be slideshow? I just, I just really like that as a way to deter okay, the Burrow Boys. Bore everyone. Okay, we'll they lock hate in slides. Then. Michael hate... locks in B. I lock in A. You're going to go A. You reckon? Uh, I reckon Denise's mum? mum came out and Dad took took to the bed or bedroom and locked himself in. Still, what do you reckon? I'm going to go with A as well. A. Okay. So you reckon it was okay. sent Mum out? The correct answer was. C, dressed up in a clown suit and picked him up. So three points there for Denise. said he'd escaped. This is so politically correct. Um, Not only that, but said, went round and told him all he escaped from the mental hospital (laughs) down the road. (laughs) And and I was just like, The Scottish clown mental hospital. How did you ever face up to them again, those people? Well, I don't know that I did. <laughs> and, and then ultimately the police came as well. And took you down. So there away. were carloads. <laughs> You're on fire, George. And so he just had a clown costume. He has handy. a clown. Co- yeah, I've I've talked about that quite a bit. It was he was he he was pretty crazy. So you married he, your dad when you married well, John. You married sort of except John yeah. did have does skills have professional skills. Yes. Yeah. My so dad for, for delivered, the listener. John is Denise's partner who yes. is a professional clown. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I feel things. embarrassed saying that, but yeah, <laughs> yes, he is. There's no way around that fact. He, John is a professional clown who listens to weird cassettes in the shed. <laughs> but he doesn't but, play the cat what's, anymore. What, what's John's favourite animal to play? <laughs> No, John doesn't. It was only my dad who played the bagpipes. But dad did have his own, yeah, clown suit that my mum made him for um, his birthday one year. When he and and he just took to wearing it whenever he got pissed. I don't know why <laughs> mum made it for him. And he did. He had makeup and he'd just smear it on. Like, oh, it was terrifying. Oh, that is terrifying. Poorly applied clown makeup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That and, is really awful. And then Dad wore glasses as well, so he'd put this weird makeup on, then he'd have his glasses on, and he was, you know, usually pissed. Oh. And, yeah. I just oh. love how literal he is because, you know, most men when they get drunk do become clowns. But No, no, yeah. he needed a suit to, yeah. <laughs> to pass out in. My, and a cat to play. My nan, when she would get pissed, would do this, not clown suit, but she'd get cream, just whipped cream and just put it on her face so it was the whole face just covered in cream. Really? Yeah, and she also had an apron 
that had in the front pocket a cock. Like she'd just flop it out. Like this is the. Oh, and that now, was the, hang on. That was and the joke. It like a bag. <laughs> but it was the, it was oh, her. Mrs. Doubtfire. It was like yeah. It was like up. all right. Nan, Nan needs to be taken to bed now, guys. Okay, let's let's put it to bed. So Wait, I remember, what sort of a cock? Like a, like, like a mouth or organ? No, like a like a fabric, just like an extra bit of like that, that she, she made. She sewed it on. Thought it'd be hilarious. Wouldn't that be funny? In my pocket of my apron, oh, we'll just flop this out. That'll wow. be funny. There is not enough therapy in the world to explore this. So she she cream pied her face. Cream pied her face and then get her cock out. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Nan. Happy wow. Christmas, everybody. But like it actually has a routine. Yeah. Like if I get drunk, I don't have like a set rule of, you know, yeah. I've got to, got to put on my fancy dress, but it's like, yeah, it's a routine. This and, and is why we need the internet. And teeth out general. was another big one. She used to always like just getting your teeth out. That was a, in my well, day, it was just Savlaki yeah. regret. That was, more, that was more for grandpa, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, teeth out and a cock out. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, Josh. Okay, at the end of that round, the scores are still on zero points. <laughs> Michael still on two points. George on three points. But now in front on four points is Denise Scott. Oh. <laughs> Good work. Good work, me. Hey, just stopping the podcast to let you know about our sponsor, the very good people at Movement Watches. That's M-V-M-T. It's like they're a band. Movement watches. Uh, but they are very, very cool watches. Uh, they've sold over a million watches worldwide, 160 countries around the world, and they're sponsoring Don't You Know Who I Am. So what I need you guys to do is just go to their website, have a look, because once you look at them, you go, oh, wow, these are actually really cool-looking watches. They're classic designs, clean designs. They're not going to date. They're going to last for a long, long time. Because that's the thing about like clean, classic designs. They never date. That's why I always wear white T-shirts or stripes. It's never going to go out of fashion, guys. It's never going to go out of fashion. All right. So if you want to get 15% off your purchase and free shipping and free delivery, just go to mvmt.com slash Josh Earl. That's all one word. Looks like Joe Sherl, but it's Josh Earl. And buy your watch and you'll get 15% off and everything else free. It's awesome. I've got one. I wear it all the time. I, was, I wore it. I said this last time. I wore it at Ronnie Chang's wedding. Got compliments. Wore it at Cal Chandler's wedding. Got compliments. I said, oh, is that the one you wore to Ronnie's one? Because I heard the ad. Yes. Thank you. Anyway, head over to mvmt.com slash Josh Earl. Buy a watch. We'll all tell the time and we'll turn up on time. It's going to be great. Anyway, back to the podcast. This round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. Now, in this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If things are lie, you say nah. A point if you guess correctly, a point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So to Denise. This is quite a uh, long so one. So I just, you just I'm you get, the you, only one answering. Yeah, and you're going to ask Michael as many questions as you want in here, but his, it's quite long. So it's so about it Michael. Here we are, yep. Now, Michael worked in South Africa writing for I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. He lived in a gated community while he was there and was getting a bit stir-crazy. But for the opening round of the AFL, he decided to venture out and head to a sports bar that he'd heard, if asked, would show the game. Because of the time difference, though, the game started at 11 in the morning, and when he got there, the bar was closed, albeit for a cleaner inside. After a bit of knocking and discussion, the cleaner let Michael come in and watch the game. After half an hour of watching, the cleaner sat down next to Michael, and the two of them watched the rest of the game together. When it finished, Michael mopped the floors as a thank you to this guy. 
Yeah or nah? Now you can ask him as many questions as I you want. I suppose it's part of the game to ask questions, but, but I that was just... was a long, such a long question. I just want to go, yeah. You think it's yeah straight oh, away? Oh, yeah. Can we ask him some questions so the podcast yeah, goes for longer than I, half an hour? All right, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm thinking you would... So in who was in your um, the series of I'm a Celebrity? That Get was me the out. first one. So let me think who won it. Freddie Flintoff won it. Ah, um, uh, yes. And and who was playing in the grand final? Uh, let me see. That was that was it wasn't in the grand final, but it oh, was a, it was a final. It was a Hawthorne North Melbourne game. Yeah, Josh's oh. oh, opening yeah. round. Oh, yeah. May I ask? Yeah. Is your mopping style? Do you go like <laughs> like back to front, like like lawn mowing, or are you just more of a swishy and work your way out? I type actually, mopper? I'm actually mopped my floor um, last week, and I'm a grinder. <laughs> Got to get it out of there. So, so what sort of a mop did you have? Was it one of those very annoying stringy? Yeah, stringy like a dreadlocks and yeah. a big. Dirty bucket of water. Did yeah. you have the foot compressor? Yeah, pull, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, you can't have too much water. Very second rate. It's very sloppy. <laughs> very second mm. rate job. Um, uh, who you... do you barrack for? Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Mm. Oh, and uh, are you ashamed that you wrote for I'm a Celebrity? <laughs> 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 I don't really. <laughs> oh God, we've all got. To... I was Mrs. Gross in Winners and Losers. Hello. No, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I mean. Yep. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. When I say fun, um, it was hard yakka. So you, what did um, you write? It was for, for Chris and Julia. Oh, right. Oh. Well, yeah, I'll repeat the, the question. So yeah. It's quite <laughs> No. So Chris, you're that's, in there, and it's the time just because they played it live here at what seven thirty. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, what, I think it's about nine hours. Yeah. I think. I think. Yeah. Hence, hence, we had to get up at like you know ten p.m. to work. Oh, on really? Thing, so you, know, you had to get up live. at ten p.m. right? Yeah. And then we'd get. At about it, noon, I think you'd get the show. Wow. Yeah. Noon South Africa time. Yeah, roughly. I think if I remember correctly. Yeah. But also, how many? You know, how often do you get a two month? Trip yeah, to South yeah. Africa, and did you, know? you see extraordinary things? Was yeah, it definitely, definitely. We rode up. We did a couple of game drives. Like, um, oh, we drove up next to a line, and the lady's like, oh, "Yeah, just have a look. Just have, yeah, be quiet. Everyone look." And then Chris Brown shot it. No, <laughs> <laughs> he let out the most mighty roar you've ever heard. Oh, really? Just <gasps> your bones are vibrating, the and everyone's moves. just gone. Oh my god! <laughs> and um, and she just said, um, it was getting near dusk, and she said. Uh, that's just his way of saying to the rest of the people around there, like, I'm here, don't fuck with me. Um, and then he let out another one and, yeah, you could literally reach out and touch his teeth. It was terrifying. <gasps> oh, <laughs> my God. Because that, I remember taking some kids once to the zoo and then, you know, sort of trying to be all, in front of the, the lions. Yep. Cages, yeah. And then one of them did one of those big roars mm. and Every child just immediately burst into tears. Yeah. It's the most <laughs> fabulous turnaround you've ever seen. There are great YouTube clips of like a orangutan. Yes. Yeah. Gorillas just charging at the glass. Like everyone's yeah. going, ha, 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 ha. And then this, you know, 300 pound thing. I, I don't know how the glass survives, yeah. but it's incredible. They just yeah. charge at it and, just, and everyone goes, ah. Yeah, yeah. Did you get to see any Trump children with their killed animals? <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't actually. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There were people, there was kind of anti-poaching kind of teams around. Um, apparently people who kind of, you know, hide in the, in the jungle for days on end. Um, trying to make sure people don't go and get a get themselves a rhino. Oh. Were you tempted to hunt at any time, Mike? I can see that as part <laughs> yeah. of your nature. Yeah, I've only fired a gun once, and it was in anger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm 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 back to going. Yeah, because I absolutely believe you were there. You are a football loving nut, and I think you're also a very nice guy. So you would have mopped. In, Talk my way in there. Yeah. Talked your way in there and mopped. It was, nah, I made it all up. But Michael, very good line there. Point very there for Michael. Sorry, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> but I'm glad you thought that he would do that because I think he would also do that as well. That's so you, were, you at, were you in the jungle? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you didn't go to the footy final. I don't think it was actually football season at the time. Ah, oh, right. I wouldn't. I, I did actually look it up and it was. There was the, oh, okay. It might have been one, one or two yeah. rounds, yeah. But you, were you staying like you were – Pretty high security over there for you guys, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. There were kind of a uh, yeah. Actually, there was yeah. And uh, there was one dude who they were dude talking around with big big machine guns. I actually, remember I was getting lunch and just kind of putting food in my plate and kind of went ouch and kind of hurt my elbow. And I looked around and I just nudged a, a machine gun. <laughs> but there was one guy who walked into the, uh, the kind of production office and uh, had a gun with him, uh, the machine gun, and my mate was like, uh, not one of the producers said, oh, maybe don't have that in here, you know, kind of headed outside. As they headed outside, they're about five metres out the door, um, he fired a bullet that went bang right into the ground and then ricocheted off to off to the thing. And I showed up to work that night and then someone said, oh, there's the bullet hole. And I was like, oh, oh right, my yeah. God, that's crazy. No the exact same thing oh. happened at the Big Brother production office. <laughs> <laughs> That was Mike G, though. It's got, oh, I missed. Damn it. How do I end this? I, I now, not having followed how the game goes properly, I feel like you're a bad dude for not mopping. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I meant to take love out of the podcast. I don't think, I think about only about twice I went off site. So there was a town about 40 minutes away. So I think I probably went shopping but there. You but you would have mopped. Oh, I would have yeah. helped out. You're a mopper. Yeah. You're a mopper. Okay. Yeah. To Michael. Now, George was once booked to MC the Australian Massage Association Conference, where at the top of the show she did a routine about how lazy hot rock therapy is, and in her words, it's just some cunt heating up rocks, plonking them on your back, and leaving the room for half an hour. Halfway through the routine, the man who booked her walked on stage, took the microphone from her hands, and said in front of the entire room that her services were no longer required. George then found out this man actually introduced stone massage therapy into Australia. Yeah or nah? I want to say yeah by the fact I really want that to be true. <laughs> I love the idea of a guy walking on stage and um, then stopping the gig. Yeah. Where was the gig, by chance? Gold Coast. Oh, the Gold, Gold Coast. That's even better. That's even better. And uh, do you get many massages? Uh, look, I do. Um, I haven't had any for a while, but I used to get quite a few for my lower back. Did they pay you after they'd kicked you out of the gig? Yes, uh, but I didn't. I refunded the deposit that they put down initially. So they gave me 500 bucks and then they had to follow up with another five and 5,000 and I kept... Kept the five uh, grand. Gave them back the, I kept the five kg. <laughs> <laughs> it was very nice of me. To hand it back to GST. Back, yeah, yeah handed back the GST. And how many people were at this function? 
Uh, well, it was pretty big. It was a whole, it was the convention centre, so there were about a thousand people there, and it was the last event on the speaker's bill. So it was a massage. I said it was an Australian Massage Association conference. Yeah, wow. It's kind of funny, interesting, they're kind of getting, getting together. You know, the different groups. I'm, I'm going to just go with yeah, because I, I, yeah? I really want it to be true. It was nah. Boom. But some of it was correct. So point there for George. Now, what parts were correct? Okay, so I did do the joke um, <laughs> and I was hired by the Australian Massage Association to close down their conference and I did do the joke about lazy how lazy it was for that stone hot rock massage therapy for someone to heat up rocks and put them down your spine and call it a massage and leave the room and i did you know that a massage should get in there and and people just started laughing way too much you know when people are just laughing and then i finished my set and i left and then two people came up to me going "Uh, uh, the guy who booked you the guy who thought you were the best he introduced no you tell it no you tell it you tell it you tell it he introduced no he introduced hot rock massage into australia and they just were pissing themselves so i didn't have the microphone wrench in my hand but i did do a full five minutes on what a complete wank hot rock massage is how it was lazy how it was a rip-off uh, how anyone who does it must be a complete idiot. Um, how the jig was up. How it was just terrible. But and it's then, obvious it doesn't work. Otherwise, he wouldn't be so uptight. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. But also, you know, like massage should be a verb. Like, you know, just plonk rocks on somebody and call it therapy. <laughs> Get fucked. Okay. I got a, I've only had about two massages, I think. And... The first one I got, uh, you know, playing the playing kind of the relaxing music, mm. and the theme from Twin Peaks came on, <laughs> and I thought that's kind of really kind of creepy. It's not calming. Yeah, it wasn't calming not at calming. all. It just made me think of you know dwarves talking backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to George. Now, still, while mm. on holiday in Mexico, drank so many alcoholic drinks with citrus in them that his body had a chemical reaction. When he went to the doctor the next morning, the doctor diagnosed him with. Margaritaitis. Yeah or nah? Look, <laughs> this seems extraordinary. I have been diagnosed with iritis for having a sore eye and I just thought, oh, come on, doc. I could have pulled that one out. Margaritaitis. <laughs> Is that how you pronounce That's it? Am I it... using the correct medical terminology I, there? I think so. Margaritaitis. From so much citrus. So you evidently just go for the same style of margarita yeah it's just in everything down there or up there or what? across there wherever it is <laughs> where was it mexico yeah but like you stayed in one place or did you traveled around a little bit you know? to, to contract the full spectrum carbo carbo okay what's in a margarita tequila <laughs> salt fruit and alcohol. Oh, that's no, tequila. Tequila, yeah. 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 Mm. Tequila. Enjoy. So what kind of chemical yeah. reaction, though? What are we talking about? I, um, it's the sun and it, and yeah. it interacts with the citrus and inside your like body it creates like a burning thing. Oh, so you're like fermenting yourself from the inside. Yeah, yeah. cooking. So it's a stomach pain. 
No, no pain. What oh. are the symptoms? Blisters. Blisters? On your tummy. Just like, on your tummy? Just just bubbles. Just bubbles on <laughs> your <Yeah>. tummy. <laughs> Nowhere else. No. If this is true, it's going to blow my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so you went, you had a little blisters on the tum-tum and you said... Pretty big. Pretty. How big were the blisters? Oh, uh, 20 cent piece, 5 cent oh, piece. I was going to go 20 cent piece, yeah. 20 cent piece, right, yeah. Well, that's a big blister. Did you try and pop them? Oh, I'm bad with that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, but, I'm a niggler. Like, do you know what I mean? I can't. But you got a missus now. That's her job. Did you get her to. Oh, how romantic. Oh, like I the would plastic. love that. You know, oh, popping the yeah. plastic no, bubbles. No, that, why why aren't the Yes campaign campaigning with that? Yeah. <laughs> get a partner to pop your blisters. No, that, that's the sort of thing. Splinter removal, blister popping. I love that stuff. Look, if you're going to play with. You know, something you, you can't. I don't know. This is in my relationship. I have to go somewhere else to do it in private so I don't get in trouble. Yeah. Like, I, I just like, don't touch that. Like, that's, I mean, okay, like, so, you, yeah. so you went to the doctor and the doctor took one look at you and went, I've seen this before. Have you been to Margarita Land? That's Google it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say no. Nah. It was yes. yes. Shut yes. up! No hey. Shut up! Shut up! No way. There. Are you ready? Yep. You ready? Oh, you got him on the. Oh. Scarf off! Wow. Still has Shut just up. lifted up his top. You've got to show Denise. You've got to show Denise. Does have quite oh. a large. It's I would say bigger than oh. a twenty cent piece. I'd can, say that's yeah. a fifty cent piece. That's the size of Tasmania. <laughs> you should get. Can we get a photo of that for your podcast? Oh, no. no one's no. going to believe that. <laughs> wow. That's wow. amazing. That's Just imagine amazing. a big be- belly blister. And, and it is a sort of well, when I say common, like the doctor knew when you were there, or was it in Mexico? You went to a doctor. No, it was okay. back. So I was back. I, we went on a honeymoon in uh, in oh, Mexico. No, it was your on honeymoon. The yeah, and then got oh. back to LA, and I'm getting out of the shower and I'm drying, and I'm like, oh my god! And I was so scared because yeah. you just got back from Mexico, and then bubbles start appearing yeah, on your tummy, yeah. and I was and like Jackie was freaking out, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll work it out, and so it turns out when when I sort of Googled it. Um, and sort of did some research on, you know, like the word and stuff. There was this story about these girls. It's something about the sunlight in that area of the world. So there was these girls in San Diego, which is very close to yeah. Mexico, and a lime tree. They were having a pool party. They were about 14. And there was a lime tree hanging over the pool from the neighbours. And they decided to have a tournament, as you do when you're a teenager. Who it's can eat the most it. limes? Ah. Oh. And then the next day, they like because they had so many, like their arms were like it was crazy burns. Wow. So yeah, margarita varietas. It's um, it's <laughs> a thing. It's it's my greatest threat. There'll be an AFL round named in yeah. its honour next <laughs> year. It's like the opposite of scurvy. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stay wow. safe out there, people. I am impressed. Yeah, <laughs> my mind is fully blown. blown. Yeah. Okay, now to steal. Now Denise's first boyfriend's claim to fame was that he appeared on the front cover of the local newspaper. The headline was, Boy 14 shoots at police. Yeah or nah? Shoots a police. Shoots at police. Oh, wow. What, what, what sort of weapon was, was he shooting? I don't. Well, well a gun. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I never saw it. I what? never saw the gun. What was his motivation? Uh they had stolen the car 
and the police were chasing them. Was and he... the police pulled a gun. And then he... So self-defence. So well, he had a gun. He had a gun. He, Completely fair then. He actually didn't. His friend did. Was he one of the Borough boys that you loved? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. No. Like... Another the, gang of friend of another, yours. Another gang. You could um, these were from Eltham. And they were very low on the scale, on the status scale of gangs. I had to go low. <laughs> to, to. I, I never would have picked you as a run with gang members back in the day. No. What's, well, I cho- cho- eventually chose a different path still. The best friend in primary oh, school was Judy Moran. So yeah, like yeah. Forty <laughs> <laughs> bang. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lock in a nah on that one. It was, yeah, it oh. really was. So point there for Denise. Boy, so, wasn't it, was that boy four, or 15? 14. I don't know. He'd, yes, it was boy 14. That's but, right. But he told because you. Because he told me he was 15 and yeah. that's how I found out. How I, <laughs> you're a liar. You're only 14. Oh, that was and, your big takeaway from the newspaper. Yeah, article. and I was. He got... Um, Other than that top bloke. He got six about his age. in Tirana in the boys. Went to juvie. Oh, in juvie, yeah, juvie. And uh, I visited him every <laughs> Sunday. Oh, well, every weekend. Got the train and went and went to Tirana and took him. And I still remember I'd take him a pack of Marlboro cigarettes. I guess my parents gave me the money. I don't know where I, oh, I was working. That's right. I had a job. Holding up bags. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, took him Morella jubes, packet of Morella jubes and a packet of cigarettes. Did you get um, on the visits, did you get to Tongue? What did a you conjugal get, visit? Get well, this is the thing you see. And this is where the story does become, I think, quite magnificent, if I say so myself, where I knew I didn't love Jimmy when he went in. but And I was going to drop him. But once he went into Tirana, I got excited about him, like, you know, oh. boyfriend in prison <laughs> and stuff, you know. Yeah. So I kept visiting. And then not long before he came out, I went to a party, and this is fact, in Rosanna, and I pashed, as I like to say, but well, kissed another guy who was my age 14 and um and I knew that oh wow this is what it should feel like and I knew then I had to drop Jimmy and the guy I pashed mm, Phil Rudd ACDC drummer no who's since who's this now is the, yeah. yeah who's now <laughs> on charges for, 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 for getting someone murdered yeah so i've had that circle of life God, the denise scott kiss denise. of death loves the bad boys yeah you I, do yeah. yeah at the end of that round the scores are still on one point yes. you got a point there yes. michael on three points george on four points in the lead still on five points it's denise Yay. okay our final round is called hoo hoo who, who? In this round, I'll read out ten questions all about you guys. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. Guess. Okay. If, you, if you get right, you get a point. If you get wrong, you lose a point. You can't guess yourselves. So you can't okay. say, George, George. Okay. First question. Whose uncle was a milkman who had a side business selling Avon? George. Yes, George. Steel. It was Denise. So I point off George there. Mm. Can I have yep. that point, please? No, <laughs> you don't get any points. Question two. Who here has double-jointed thumbs? Oh, Denise. Yes, Denise. Uh, Steel. You are correct. Yes, it was. Bang. Oh. 
Check that oh, out. Oh, I went to high five yeah. you. I oh, oh, my oh, dude, God. Stop it. Yeah. Between you and your bubbles <laughs> yeah, on no. the stomach. <laughs> I just realised my body's quite a wonderland. And let, and let the record show Steel was doing something freaky. Yeah. You're possessed it, by you the devil. good at, like, gaming then? Because you can get your thumb an extra... <laughs> Extra few <laughs> centimeters. That's why I'm banned yeah. from GameCube. Uh, no, but I remember my brother used to pass me around primary school like an oddity. Like, do the thumb, do the thumb. <laughs> I remember being at the bus stop and like, do it, do it for him. And I, you know, being in like prep or grade one was like, yes, attention. Yep. This is yeah. the best. And look what happened. Okay. okay, question three. Who here has made a citizen's arrest? Who's made a citizen's arrest? Steel. Yes, Steel. I'm going to go with George. You are correct. It was George. Oh. Why did you dob on me? How did you know to be me? Because I know, like, you like what's right and you're also very, like, firm. So you'd be the one to go, that's it. Cut the crap, mate. What did you do? Or what uh, were they doing? There was a man who was having a half-forward flank at the local primary school where there were oh. some little boys playing cricket. Oh. And um, he went to leg it, and I chased after him and made a citizen's arrest. Easy That's to awesome. catch them when they got their pants around their ankles. No, <laughs> he he pulled them up. They were tracksuit pants. He oh. came prepared. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, yeah. yeah. Question four: Whose uncle had a heart attack watching them do comedy? Whose uncle had a heart attack watching them do comedy? Steel. George. Yes, Steel. I'm gonna go with Denise. You are correct. Yes, it was. Yes. He survived though. He survived. Yep. He's still alive. Great. But has never been to see me perform. So. <laughs> It's had to go to emergency. You, is there a small part of you you're unhappy that he survived? So you could literally say that you've you've killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did it? Die, love it. Yeah. Did everyone know what's happening, or did he just remove? No, himself? I didn't. He, yep. he at the end of the show, he, I, I didn't know till until oh, everything was fine. Yeah, that he'd gone That's to emergency. Nice, and he didn't didn't yeah. stop the show me. for you. Didn't make it all about me, me, me. Yeah. <laughs> Question five: Who got their biology teacher fired? George. Yes, George. Michael. That was also Denise. Yes, oh, I did. What what, what, did, what did they do, he or she? He, he, he was um, not – he came in year 12, replaced the teacher we had who had to leave, and I love biology, and I started asking him questions in class that I knew the answer to, and he had no idea, made them up. <laughs> so we, I got, uh, you know, and then he started, I don't know what he was doing to girls, but vulnerable girls in the um, lab, uh, but things weren't going well with this man. And so, um, yeah, uh, I went and spoke to the head, head nun about him. And they listened to you. And they did. In a Catholic and school. And then he came into a class and abused me, <gasps> yelled. Shh, no, did yeah. he? What did and he then, say? And in front of the pr school principal. So she kind of went, mm, we are doing the right thing here. Get out! <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Of all the things to try and fake that you can teach, though, biology. Like yeah, you, he, he, you can get away with faking art and faking drama. He'd been a truck driver. <laughs> he was American. Yeah. We were a girls' school. He was... Ugly as shit, really. But we all drooled over him because yeah. he's a boy, you know, yeah, right. young man. But he was a truck driver, turned out. Oh, it's there getting serious now. Question six. Who once was scared off of looking at some art because of men on BMXs? Michael. Yes, Michael. George. It was still Saunders was scared yeah. off. <laughs> no, it was don't run it was crazy scary. Where was it? Where was it? It was you? out in the Californian desert. And I don't know if you've ever seen this place called Slab City and Salvation Mountain where the guy, this 
this crazy guy build a um a, a, a mountain to God and painted it white with a big cross and no. stuff. And there's all these art installations and we're driving around and there's people that just live in, in shanties and stuff out there. And we're driving... Like Mad all- Max kind of territory. Yes. Yeah. Got a bit yeah. of the Burning Man about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. And so these men just sort of came out of the bushes in BMXs and... Groups of ban- men on BMXs are scary. Yeah. Well, there should be an age limit, I think, yeah. on all those BMXs. No man over. But it's just like, why have you been? Like, why? Why? Yeah. What happened to the so rest of your life? So did you turn life? around and run away? What happened? Yeah, we yeah. we actually. This, That's the man this, I love. The, there was a family. <laughs> there was there was like some girls and a kid in a car in front of us that we didn't know, but we just sort of saw them at. Because we were sort of just driving and stopping yeah. at each thing, and and me and my wife and we both, I I drove around because I was like, this is it, yeah. Like I'm, this is shallow. Were gray. they yelling at you? Were they? Were no, they, they were just staunching. And they had they had monkey dokies, yeah. so they were kind yeah. of more terrifying. <laughs> oh, really they, had, loud. they had dogs that didn't have collars. It was it was out of control. So, so you didn't look at the art for like an extra thirty seconds, so they thought you were smarter than you actually are. Like you didn't try and do that. That's what I always do in a, in a gallery. That's how you intimidate people. Yeah, just yeah. look at the art for. Oh, I'm bored now. I better look for thirty seconds in case someone else is looking. I just didn't want to be the inspiration for like <laughs> a um, new Tom Ford film. No, no, just like an American version of Wolf Creek or anything yeah. like that. I, I've seen that film. It's had so an impact. So how many of these guys? I'm fascinated by About it. eight. And then it was, it's crazy. But they're it's, on bikes and you're in a car. Yeah, but they look fit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but to, not to my credit, but to my instincts, as we were driving away, there was a little patch of caravans that did have flags that... Um, of the Third Reich. Okay. Oh, so, uh, uh, so they weren't. Yeah. They weren't the happiest of I, people. I, I they they weren't your people. The yeah. BMXs. <laughs> no, but that was my impetus. The, the BMXs were my initial. Yeah. That was a warning sign because yeah. you know, yeah. like, you weren't going to be welcome. Yeah. People no. loved a mono. Nazi yeah. is <laughs> slightly more frightening than yeah. BMX. Hey, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next question: Who was a liturgical dancer? Who was a liturgical dancer? Michael. Denise. Yes, oh. Michael. Um, George. Yes, you are correct. Yes, it was. What that is a liturgical dancer? That was dancer? the easiest guess yeah. because yeah. you both went and I'm there like going, what's a liturgical? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what is a liturgical dancer? Well, we celebrate the liturgy through the art of dance. Um, when I was in primary school, it was very big in the 70s, so, you know, things like Jesus Christ Superstar had just come out on an album and Godspell was rocking the house and making Jesus come to life. And I got to wear a satin outfit and get on the altar and be a um, – I was the Pentecostal flame. So I got to wear red and yellow and and run up and down the, the, um, the altar and, you know, setting the – God's name, Alight, and it was pretty. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was it, pretty it cool. Sounds, <laughs> yeah, you know, definitely. like a royal commission. It was, <laughs> making it was pretty amazing, and I got to have lots of time with my favourite teacher, who I just, oh, yeah. yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Rye. She was very sweet, and she, I loved her because she'd been a nun and had married a priest. They both left their callings together and gone on and hooked up. Cop that God. Friend of the show, Danny McGinley's parents. Uh, for nun and a priest. Yeah. Were they? Yeah. Yep. I didn't Got out know of the that. business. Got out of the business. 
Had Danny and Hugh. Okay, our final question for the game. Who at age 39 went to Disney World on their own? Who went to Disney World on steel. their own? Yes, Steel. I'm going to go Chamber. You are correct. It was Michael Chamber there. <laughs> yes, steel. Now, there's a point of contention with a few friends. Is that weird? It was in Paris. I went to Disneyland Paris. Is that weird to go by yourself? How much I mean, the, I didn't know anyone in how Paris. How much of the holiday was on your own? Uh, uh, I think it was two and a half weeks and probably uh, a week and a half. And did you have fun? I do. I really in, in, like Disneyland. I think it's really fun. But did you go on the rides and um, scream? And I went stuff on a couple. Like... I went on. I went on. I went on. It's a small world. Mm. Uh, I went on the Ratatouille ride, <laughs> <laughs> and then I went on one called Rock and Roller Coaster Avec Aerosmith, which was uh, that what? nearly killed me actually. So that, that's basically you go into a studio and because uh, all the good ones had like, lines for like mm. forty five minutes, though so, you know I was pressed for time because uh, I had to get back to ta- back to town so I could go and see Guns and Roses. Now that's a different yourself. story entirely. <laughs> and, uh, Who goes to Disneyland in a rush? I know, I know, but I, you know, I only had, had one more day left <laughs> yeah. in town. But uh, yeah, every Smith ride is like you go into a kind of studio like like this I suppose and there's a computer animation and it's like Aerosmith have finished their brand new track and they're all going yeah they're high-fiving like yeah this is going to rock and then you go on to the roller coaster which you know goes a million miles I think, I think a friend was saying I think goes from uh, zero to 106 seconds uh, and uh, you feel like your head's going to come off and essentially they kind of the music that plays they're kind of playing uh, playing the new track for you yeah. and then you come off and you um, go I, I think you need to go back to the studio boys <laughs> <laughs> So you're on your own. Did you ever at all pretend that you're like there with people and get on the phone and go, all right, yeah, okay, well, I'm going to do this. I'll meet you back here. No, no. no. There's a lot going on. Like it was 35 degrees, so it's a very hot day. Yeah. And essentially you're walking around watching um, parents argue with their children. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. thinking I've made the right life choices. I think good on you. I'd love to spend a day doing something like that by myself. I just like to do anything by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. But uh, well, there's nothing. We- I mean, if, you know, it's better than staying in your hotel room and, yeah. you know, not going. Yeah, and I, I mean, I do love a decent land. I yeah, do love I it. do too. I love a theme park. At the end of the game, <laughs> the scores are George on two points. He came in fourth place. Michael on three points. Ah, there we go. Coming back in the last bit, it was still on four points. What a winner. On six points, it's Denise Scott. Thank you. I I never expected a victory at this stage. I think also the winner for the best life stories. Yes, seriously. There's another book in your your life with crime. I've I've squeezed everything (laughs) out. I've done two books and nothing has happened since I was about 40. Burrows. So that's 22 years and nothing. I get the feeling you sold all your Burrow Boys stories to the producers of Home and Away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Hey, yeah, I'm with you. The what boys. would Home and Away be without a group of handsome brothers yes. who don't look at all related? Or do, they, do they have different parents in the show, those oh, brothers? Their bond is beyond anything yeah. like a womb do or they an umbilicus. I think it's brothers in name only. Really. Yeah. Is it? No. It's brothers in tats. Those ones with the tattoos that came in, I think they were all actual brothers. Aren't they okay. meant to be like the yeah, their parents Maroubra boy? Aren't they yeah, they're meant to be bra yeah. boys. Yeah. Bra yeah. boys, but yeah. Can I quickly ask, Denise, what happened to Jimmy, the man who shot the gun? Uh, Jimmy went on to have a really good life, actually. But all his... So prison works is what you're saying. (laughs) He never went back, whereas most of the others did end up in Mm. the prison system. And I nearly did too. I kept getting... Because I... Well, not in, but girlfriend off, because you, you start meeting all these people who are in that world, yep. and I was still getting letters because, you know, my parents' address, 
from like you know Barry, who's B Division Pentridge, because they've. Will you come and visit me? Because oh, so they 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 see the photos and they get the address. Well, they the, yeah, they just uh, anyway. Around. So he ended up um, yeah, all all happy, uh, and. I ended up not with Phil Rudd from ACDC. <laughs> Which, a better choice. Probably, in the end. Not, not probably him, yeah. John and his professional clowning skills have, have given me a happier life. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about being damned by faint praise. Thank you very much for coming in. Now, still, you've got. Uh, your, uh, you're in town for a little bit. You're doing a live show of Green Guide Letters and Still Wars? Or just oh, Green yeah, Guide but that won't be... Uh, this will be up to... tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, this Saturday then. Yeah. And uh, George is going to be there. I am. And uh, Ash Williams and Bart Freebarn. Where's, where's that happening? Uh, at North Melbourne's Club Voltaire. Just mm. a little cool Great. little comedy room. And uh, so that's I Love Green Guide Letters, where we uh, review the letters to the Green Guide. In the Age, and then Steel Wars, which is a comical look at Star Wars fandom. We've got uh, Mark from Auntie Donna and Adam Knox from Filthy Casuals. And if you're not in the North Melbourne area Saturday, you can get it all on iTunes or online. All through the Planet Broadcasting Network of podcasts. Top mates, great pods. George, Sheba. Sheba, yes. Sheba is a women's rights chair service now operating in Queensland, New South Wales and Victoria and soon to head to WA. And we need drivers. We need them ASAP because for every girl who gets a ride, there are two that miss out. So we, um, we'd love some more drivers if you want. There's no age limit on your car. It just has to be roadworthy. So check us out. Join the website. Download the, um, download the app and book a Sheba today. Sweet. Michael. You've got a live uh, CD out or live recording out, right? Yeah, what's that on? Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Type in Michael Chamberlain, L-I-N. And also, uh, the day after the grand final, October 1 at 4pm at the European Beer Cafe, I'm going to be doing uh, the podcast, the football podcast, Junk Time with Adam Rosenbachs, and we're doing a, a crossover show with Will Anderson and Charlie Clawson, so tickets can be found for that at Tribe Booking. And you did it last year as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no one's teams. No one's, no one's teams in the finals <laughs> this year. Yeah, last year Will obviously been a Footscray fan, and um, so <laughs> we kind of were. Will he show up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really yeah, be? yeah, but it was a great day. And Denise, you've got been touring the you've been the country <laughs> with Judith. You've got uh, a couple, oh, one show. Not left. really one show left at the Gold Coast. I mean, you know, we can have people listen to this. Well, all right, in, in, um, you, can a, you can get a Sheba there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can now too. I got a Sheba the other day. I loved. That's it. so good. And I like the way you retweet my stuff too, Denise. Oh, I love you. I'm a great retweeter. I've got nothing to tweet myself, so I just like retweeting other people's stuff. Um, yeah, October the 7th at the Gold Coast with Judith Lucy. Uh, that's it from me. Well, thank you all very much for coming in and playing Don't You Know Who I Am. Until next time, bye. Hey, hope you enjoyed that episode. I thought it was good. Uh, just a quick note at the end of the episode to thank everyone, sincerely thank everyone who was involved in the possible campaign and the taping of the two episodes of Don't You Know Who I Am, which I did last Sunday. It was so much fun. I had a great time. It couldn't have gone better, in, in my opinion. It was. It looked great. The guys at Stupid Old Studios, Evan and Matt and Beck and George, all made it look so, so cool. It was great. The cast, who I got, were brilliant. So massive, massive thanks to Demi Lardner, Durok J. Sinner, Broden Kelly, Nath Valvo, Dave Callan, Dave Thornton, Adam Richard and Kate McLennan. 
all of you guys made my job so easy because you guys are all so funny. The audience who came there, you guys were so – it was great. It was like the, the energy in the room, especially at the very start – was brilliant. I loved it. And everyone who's donated to the possible or even just, you know, tell people about the podcast. That really helps me. Yeah, I I feel really humbled by the whole thing. Uh, So just so you know, because if you invested in it, we're going to edit it. I was meant to do it this week. Life got in the way. I was going to do it today. Had to record the podcast. So um, that's why it didn't get done today. So I don't know what's going to happen to it. I hope something does come of it where I get to make a whole bunch of it. I don't care if it's on TV. I don't care if it's on a streaming service. I just want to be able to make it. I love doing this show a lot. It's the most fun thing I do creatively, I think. I think I I love stand-up. I love doing the kids' stuff. I love playing music. But this is, at the minute, where I'm having the most fun. And that's because of you guys who listen to this show and write to me and say how much you like it and leave amazing iTunes reviews and share it around with your friends or come up to me at gigs and say, hey, I'm a big fan of Don't You Know Who I Am. That I love that. I love that. So thank you very much. Uh, I think that's all. If you're in Sydney, buy a ticket. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to get that sold out before I get up there. And I think that's it. Oh, okay. So one last thing I want to say is that uh, at the end of the year, I'm planning to do a big show for charity. We're gonna uh, The charity I've chosen is going to be the Indigenous Literacy Foundation, and all the money raised is going to go to the helping kids uh, who need books or would like books to get books because that's, you know, as an ex-librarian, I think that's a really important thing for kids to have. And so uh, I'll be in the next few uh, weeks, I'll have uh, the, the venue locked in and the dates locked in and then I'll be able to put that on sale and hopefully you guys can all get behind it because if you haven't been to a live show, they're lots of fun. This one I'll try and do not a Sunday afternoon. I'll try and do like a Thursday night. Let's let's even aim for a Friday night so we can all have a drink. And um, then, yeah, hopefully it'll, it'll you know, you guys can come along and we can have like a Christmas celebration, celebrate the year, even though the year probably isn't one of those years that you want to celebrate. Abu. Anyway, so uh, yeah, thank you very much. Um, once again, thanks for everyone who came out, supported the possible and the pilot taping, and just supported the podcast. Um, you guys are amazing. Anyway, that is all. Good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.